trying to look at first. Most people feel that once you become a Christian, everything becomes perfect. But it's not always the case. We always still pass through trials and temptations. We pass through challenges in our personal <coughs> and spiritual life. So I kind of categorized different forms of pain and the causes of possible uh, pains into three. And we'll be looking at them one after the other. First of all, we'll be looking into that pain could come as a form as come as a form of like a test. God allowing the devil to put you to test. God doesn't tempt you, but the devil is allowed to put us to test. And you can see that in uh, Job chapter one, Job chapter one, verse thirteen to nineteen. Job chapter 1, verse 13 to 19. And it says, There's one day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting at the oldest brother's house, a messenger arrived at Job's home with this news. The oxen were plowing with the donkeys feeding beside them. When the servants raided us, they stole all the animals and killed all the farmhands. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. That's why. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with the news. The fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up the sheep and all the shepherds. I, and all the shepherds said, I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking. While he was yet speaking, say, third first, uh, messenger arrived. With this news, three bands of Chaldean raiders have stolen your camels and killed your servants. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with the news. Your sons and daughters were feasting in the oldest older brother's home. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept in from the wild from the air. From the wilderness and hid the house on all sides. So the house collapsed and all your children are dead. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Nobody, I don't know if anybody wants to be like Job, because Job, I don't want to be like Job. But then it's, it shows that even as a Christian or as a believer, of course, Job was very faithful to God. And even made sacrifices on behalf of his children. And even being faithful, God allowed the devil to do all of this just to prove a point that, that Job is faithful. Can we prove can God use us to prove a point to the devil that you are faithful? It's a question we should ask ourselves. And in this situation, this is the trial that uh, Job faced as a result, and it was actually just kind of a test. And this is like one of the pains, and this is one of them that you could actually see that God was actually testing uh, Job. And in his 
the, the part where um, Satan actually started with his goods, his uh, family, his children. But the time when the devil inflicted pain, of course, they say that health is wealth. But when it got to his physical body, that was when he started to act up. And then he did not only just, of course, he did not cause God, but he caused the day he was born. And it's normal for you to react when things are not going well. It's okay because we're human. We're humans. Even when you miss or lose a loved one, even Jesus wept when Nazareth died. So God is emotional also. And when we are passing through trials and temptation or tribulation, we should understand that it's normal and it's okay to react mm -hmm. as a human. Pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Yeah. And even while trying to pass through, you're even passing through this test. The people that usually give you accurate or godly advice, they may not be able to help you at that time. Mm -hmm. Because it's your race, it's your test, and you are the one responsible to take up or find a solution or rely on God to help you through that uh, situation. Let me see that in uh, chapter, chapter 1, verse 2. Sorry, that's in the chapter. Uh, just and even, even after uh, uh, Job had passed through all of this, he first initially reacted like um, appreciating God for even like you know, not give it and then take it. But when God, uh, the devil now inflicted pain on him, his wife now, who was the wife, his wife is also someone who is possibly should have given him the right and accurate answers or giving him a solution. Told, she actually told him he should cause God and die. Just imagine your spouse telling you to just give up on life because you're passing through challenges. And that's the first uh, point. Sometimes you can be fast passing through things because it's just a test. Now, secondly, the second point is you can be passing through challenges or passing through uh, trials because it could be as a result of our actions or inactions. And it could also be as a result of what you must have done and God is trying to chastise you. There are things you must have told you to do and then you did not do and then God is putting a check for reasons why. Of course, if it gives you an instruction, you should go ahead and do it. And then, for your actions and inactions, possibly um, you are meant to do something and you don't do it on time. Definitely, there's always repercussion for that. So, like for example, yeah, the, the, the consequences of sin, of course, is death, and God could actually be chastising you. And possibly, if you don't study, probably you're having exams and you don't study, definitely you may not have the results that you expect. And also, if you are probably preparing for a project, you want to do uh, go on a good project, and you don't plan for it, you don't do proper uh, study, and then the business of the project fails, is because of your actions. And you cannot blame God for that. Uh, but you can only realize and correct yourself when you're in that situation. And now the third point 
I'm trying to talk to the tech from the book. I was just thinking when I was actually um, trying to develop this. Sometimes when we make um, a mistake and it's actually our fault, it's also our responsibility to try to see how that can be uh, resolved. Because when God tells you to do something and you don't do it, and he's now trying to uh, chastise you for not doing it, like even more, not trying to run, but then the fish or the, I don't know, the big fish brought him back, mm -hmm. brought him back to where he was meant to do, uh, decided to do. So I'm just thinking that sometimes even when you make a mistake, when you make a mistake, it's not advisable that you try to cover up your mistake. You have to treat it as it is. And if there's any repercussion that comes for it, comes with it, endure it and know that yes, you'll be learned. And I learned that really early. There was a time in primary school, I was in primary five, I recall vividly. And uh, of course, we're not meant to play in a class. We're playing ball in the class. And it happened that it was a shot that broke one of the movers the uh, the main door. And we're like, ah, they're going to punish you. And I was like, I'm going to cover this. <laughs> so I sort of the the big broken sheets is in the trash and they because they were innovating the school then. So there's there's trash there. Glass sheet, I want to fix it. That was my mistake. It sliced through my hand. It sliced through my hand. I was like, wait to go and wash it off and just. And that was the first time I got my hand stitched. First and last time I got my hand stitched. So I tried to, I made a mistake. And I was like, okay, if it's punishment, they give me punishment or they call my parents to come and fix it. But I tried to cover up kind of get it sorted on my own. And for the next four weeks, I was in pain and then removing the stitch and everything it was really painful. So sometimes when we try to cover our mistakes, we could actually complicate things. Mm -hmm. So when you're having an issue, you probably God is chastising you for something you've done wrong. Mm -hmm. Accept it. Like you accept it and of course, there's, there's always um, reward when you accept your punishment. So uh, going forward, now the third point, the third point, or the third reasons why we may actually undergo pain or uh, uh, challenges, it's part of life. Like the first point, it could be test from God. The second point, it could be our own making, our own doing. Maybe you did something wrong and God is like trying to put you in check. And also possibly you're trying to uh, of course God will always be there to help. But in this this third one, life happens. Mm -hmm. And just as God allows the rain to fall in just and in just the good, the bad, the ugly happens to everybody. But the advantage that we have, before I go into the advantage that we have, I'll just 
uh, just address more points with you because they are kind of linked. But when you make a mistake and God is putting, giving you a punishment, and you accepting that punishment, like when uh, uh, Adam, Adam and his wife, they sinned by in the form of disobedience. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 16 to 19, it says, Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. And you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the more, and to the man, he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree, whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, till the ground is cursed from you, and all your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. Till it will grow thorns and testicles for you, though you will eat of its grains. Say, by the sweat of, of your brows will you have food to eat until you return to the ground which you were made. For you were made from dust, and dust you will return. That was just a simple act of disobedience. It seemed simple, like just like a day before. But then they now experienced both physical rejection from the Garden of Eden, and then God now placed punishment for them for the rest of their lives that even till today childbearing is not easy it's meant to be easy but because of that act of disobedience till today we are still experiencing the pain you maybe still find it really challenging you to, to push and get the child out into this world and going to the last uh, the third part I was trying to link this into Life happens, and when life happens, you lose a friend or you lose a loved one, and it's okay for you to mourn. It's okay for you to go through that that um, period of uh, oh God, why God, why? But it happens. It's part of life. It, death happens to uh, the believers and unbelievers. But the advantage that we have as Christians is that we are serving God that is all knowing serving God that he's the beginning and the end he's the Alpha and Omega and he knows everything that is happening, what has happened, what is happening now and what is going to happen and the advantage of, of the advantage of being a Christian is that we have insights but sometimes when things want to happen he gives us pre-knowledge that this is likely or this is going to definitely going to happen, that's the advantage that we have in regards of life happening and then situations that you could actually avoid. If you have a constant relationship with God, it's he will likely tell you. And I think it was Abraham was saying like, will I hide anything from my servant or my friend Abraham? Once you have like a constant relationship with God, he will always, always and to portray that point, Ecclesiastes chapter one verse eight. He says, say, there's a time for everything. Say, for everything, there's a, there's a time and season. Say, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to harvest. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to turn down and a time to build up. A time to cry and a time to laugh. A time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. 
a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to quit and a time, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So good times, bad times happens to everyone. But because we are Christians, I will have constant communication with God. God knows this. He's always speaking, but how attentive are we to what he's saying? And just to uh, expand on that, if you look at um, Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 1 to 3, Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1 to 3, it's the story of um, Hezekiah, and say about that time, I'm just reading through. That's Isaiah chapter, Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1. I think it's 1 to 5, actually. It says, About that time, Ezekiel became deathly ill, and Prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to visit him. So he gave the king this message. This is what the Lord says Set your affairs in order, for you are going to die. You will not recover from this illness. Then Ezekiel heard this, he turned his face to the wall. And prayed to the Lord. If he did not even know that he, this sickness was going to lead to death, he wouldn't have been able to even again. And if you look at it, said, he said, Remember, O Lord, how I have always been faithful to you and have served you single mindedly, always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept bitterly. That was what he said. He just reminded God of his good deeds. And then the message came to Isaiah from the Lord. Go back. He had not even left the compound. So then, so go back to Ezekiah and tell him, this is what the Lord God says. Says so the God of your ancestors says, so I have heard your prayer and seen your tears, and I will add 15 years to your life. If you had not even First of all, but have that understanding that that illness will lead to death. You have not even thought of bargaining with God or telling God that God should consider his good deeds. Remind him, reminding God of the good things he did in the past. So there's one thing about about just um, uh, every year just being a Christian, but then God can actually tell you things that are yet to come and then save you from calamities and uh, situation. Take, take you away from the situation that there are times when you are home and um, maybe you want to go out and then you just decide not to. Or you feel like, uh, yeah, let me just delay or let me just do this thing. But God is trying, pro pro probably trying to keep you away from harm. And once you're in constant relationship with him or you're in constant communion with him, he will tell you when things are happening. Sometimes he doesn't even tell you, but you don't go out or you cancel your plans, it's actually keeping you from harm. Mm -hmm. Amen. So just before I conclude, just a recap, like God actually 
Because you're a Christian doesn't mean everything is going to be perfect. Because you're a Christian doesn't mean that someone's going to be roses every day or uh, like you're in heaven worshiping, of course. We'll eventually get there, but while you're on earth, we always pass through tribulations, we always pass through challenges. And sometimes it could be tests, sometimes it could be as a result of our actions or inactions or consequences of our actions. And tell you, it could just be life happening. And the advantage of Christians today is that we have maybe a certain report that shows us uh, the future. And just to conclude, says, there was a quote I came across and it says, whenever something hurts you, there are two options. You can either become wounded or you can either become wiser. That sometimes the it tests the, uh, the times God, uh, God is trying to put you through like a, a phase where things are difficult. It's a learning process. And even when you yourself experience such and you come to realization that, yeah, this happened, but you cannot figure out why. So it could follow probably under these categories. And when you are trying to, when you're in a position to give advice to people, when you see or get telling you or facing this and facing that, don't be quick to give options. Oh, you should do this, you should do that. Your best thing is to start with this. Pray that God should see that person true. Mm-hmm. It could be that uh, it's a punishment for a wrongdoing or it's a, the, the action is now yielding that particular situ- uh, result into that uh, situation. And also you could actually just, of course, if they say you should pray for them, you can pray. But then you should not be quick to give advice. Mm-hmm. Be quick to give advice. And pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And finally, just when we are passing through trials and things are seemingly looking really difficult, Doubting your strength, you're doubting your capabilities, you're even doubting your dreams. Don't forget that somebody is actually looking at you as a source of strength. Mm-hmm. Because every day as we live our lives, people are looking up to you. People are looking at our lifestyle as a form, as a, like a reference point to either like, oh, this person does this, or even if you're not perfect, but there are some things in your life that they are trying to engage trying to get. And once you're passing through a difficult time, you should understand each of these times, understand the nature of that situation, and know how God should help you through that situation. And I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Let's turn God on my heads and pray. Father, we thank you for today. We appreciate you for your words this morning. Father, Lord, we pray, oh God, that when we face trials and temptations, we should not just conclude that, oh, it's the devil. Sometimes it's just life happening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just you trying to put us in check. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just you putting us to test. Mm-hmm. But we pray, oh God, that in all the situations that we find ourselves, you always give us victory. Mm-hmm. And you give us the strength to overcome whatever situation we pass. Mm-hmm. Find ourselves in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father, God, for all you've been doing and the things you are here to do. Mm-hmm. For in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen.
statement. Just write as a ticket of right to code.
we can't even for Tom, and we can't even like just even point our fingers at him, and we can only give credit to you because it's going to be beautiful and wonderful. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just commit to get this offering again one more time into your hands. I will feel very sad for you, so Lord, to expand your kingdom here on earth, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for the answer prayers, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we give you thanks. Amen.
So I left it. I'm like, it's done, it's done. And at the end of the day, <laughs> so don't blame yourself. It's me. <laughs> you should blame. You know, at the end of the day, you know, because God sees things in, 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 I mean, in advance. He sees things ahead of time. You know, so with the word, so when I see things like that happen, it's just a confirmation that God is in the service. God is with us. That what has happened is how God wants it to happen. So it's not for us to feel bad or feel one way or the other. God is in control. He's in charge. All we just do is just submit to Him. And, you know, He will lead us in the right way. Amen. You understand where I'm coming from. And I apologize for putting you under pressure. Because it was my own error, not yours. Amen. Amen. I just want to encourage your church. God is with us. Amen. He's with us. And today, as um, as we move, I was wondering why God. Okay, when God said, "I know He's taking the message," I was wondering. But as the message was going on, one thing I just felt was like, you know, prophetically, this uh, the single man of marital age taking the message on the Mother's Day. I just felt, I don't know, you get a link. We're family, aren't we? You just want to go out, right? <laughs> I just felt like God is just saying prophetically that um, by God's grace, that we should just pray for marriages. That, you know, uh, thank God for the mothers and for the upcoming uh, marriage to take place. That we should just pray that God will, will direct you guys past to the right places and all that. that it's time. And as one of the words went on that, you know, whatever opportunity God plays, you will not miss the opportunity yeah. in the name of Jesus. So with that, I'll just encourage us to just bow our heads. Thank God for the Mother's Day. Thank God for the mothers in the house. Thank God for grace upon the life. Thank God for the marriages. Thank God for little marriages by the grace of God. That's we're thanking God for them. We're praying for those of marital age. Let us pray that God will bring their own spouses to them. Amen. In the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter where they are, whether in the north, from the south, from the east, from the west, that they will not miss that divine choice, choice of God for their lives. Let us just pray. None of them will miss it. In the name of Jesus. The burden in my own heart that you know that they will find the right person, God's own choice in the name of Jesus, at God's own time. And never a delay because uh, a witness. Um, people who get married to the wrong people, um, or get married to the wrong, get married to the right person, but at the wrong time, things never happen the way things should happen. Let's all pray uh, for these children here in King's Arena Parish that Lord, Lord, they will not miss the appointed ones like from you. That Father Lord, that you will point them to the right direction. And when they meet such a person, Father Lord, we thank you that truly, Almighty God, that Lord, it will not be one that they will second guess, that they will hear you loud and clear in the name of Jesus, that you even show them signs indeed concerning their chosen partner in the name of Jesus, your choice concerning them in the name of Jesus Christ, because the word says, he that finds a wife, findeth a good thing and obtain favors from you. Father, Lord, this favor, Father, we pray that they will obtain it, they will find it in you. They will find it in you, through you, in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Father, we just bless you, Almighty God, because one of the first miracles, Lord Jesus, that you did was to was a miracle concerning the the, the, the marriage in, in, in Canaan of Galilee. Just to show how important marriage is. And your word also says that indeed that what you have put together, let no man put asunder. That shows you, that shows how you dear, how you love marriages, how you appreciate marriages, how you take it so seriously. That Lord, even when Abraham, when Adam in the beginning in Genesis they needed a partner, you you foresaw it and you brought it to pass because it was your choice that Abraham and Adam called it. This is not my flesh of my flesh, my bone of my bone. Father, concerning your children, Father Lord, Lord, we decree that that flesh of flesh, bone of bone of your choice, Father, they will get in the name of Jesus. Timely, Father, by your grace, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless you for all the women, all the mothers. We bless you for their life. As the word said today during the open heavens, that they will build their home with your wisdom. In the name of Jesus Christ. They will never sleep spiritually. In the name of Jesus, they will be alert spiritually in the name of Jesus. They will not be like the story of what we read this morning concerning uh, when, the, when one was sleeping, one slept on the child and the other one did not even, while sleeping, did not even know when her child was taken before her. Father, this will not be any of the story in the name of Jesus. We pray for a quick spiritual awakening concerning your children in the name of Jesus, that you sharpen their senses spiritually. In the name of Jesus, that they will know what to do at the right time because of your wisdom, because of your grace. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for that grace of the Proverbs 31 women as we prayed earlier on in Proverbs 31 verse 29 that they will excel in everything that they do. They will excel them all in the name of Jesus because they belong to you because of your grace and your anointing upon their lives. Father, we just bless you. Father, we just praise you. And we adore you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. amen and amen. amen. And as we close, Father, we just take this opportunity to pray concerning Mr. Almond Zarumen, who is still trusting you for total recovery, total healing. Father, we just join our mantle of faith as we have been asking you for mercy, that your mercy will prevail concerning his life, amen. that he will live and he will not die, amen. to declare to see your glory in the land of that you strengthen his wife Amen. you encourage her in the name of Jesus Christ Father we just bless you and we commit this week unto you that this week will be the best week of our life so far that you keep our going up and coming in safe in the name of Jesus you will lead us in the way to go Lord you show us signs and wonders in the name of Jesus you will make us, you will make us your signs and wonders almighty God to the glory of your name Father, we just bless and praise you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Happy Mother's Day. And as we rise and as we share the grace, lost prayer, grace and fellowship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. As for me and my household, the Lord do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, I shall know it. It will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Shalom, shalom. I just apologize to you. <laughs>